Welcome to another edition of From the Front Lines, where we discuss both the day-to-day and one-of-a-kind issues facing real estate managers. Our topic today is inclusive tenant screening. I'm Suzanne Hill, and I'm here with Sipo Samela, CEO of Matrix Rental Solutions. Welcome, Sipo. Hey, Suzanne. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So, Sipo, tenant screening is such a complicated process. Why is this the case, and what's involved in a, a typical sort of traditional tenant screening? Yeah, so you know, as property managers, you know, wanting to you know at the very least like create certain criteria that fit the people that are coming into living your units. You know, it usually involves an evaluation of a person's income. Um, certain places look at criminal and eviction history. Um, but credit screening is almost always a part of the process at the top of the funnel. So, you know, when you think about all of these different things and pieces that need to come together, what we're finding is tenant screening is usually about a three to five business day process for property managers. Wow. And so what opportunity did you see here to improve that process or maybe shorten that time frame a bit? What was your solution? Well, so I'd spent some time in mortgage technology and capital markets. And, you know, I spent a lot of time, I guess, proverbially banging my head against the wall with credit scoring. You know, I've always thought that credit scoring had room for improvement, um, particularly for minorities, immigrants, and even younger people that don't have long tail credit history. So when I looked at the rental housing market, I had been a 10 year New York City renter, and I'd always wondered, is there a better way and how can we get there? So when we started looking at the crossover demographic across those that are negatively impacted by credit scoring and those that make up the rental renters in the United States, we found that they were very much one in the scene and we thought we could improve that. Um, So what we looked at was just more inclusive factors. Um, We looked at multi-factor scoring is really the only way to do this. So what we started looking at were, can we look at data from cash flows? So banking data. Could we then overlay that with a better analysis of income, whether that's connecting directly to payroll providers or analyzing pay stubs? And alongside consumer credit, could we create this multi-factor scoring that would give not only tenants a fairer chance at moving into rentals, but more importantly, give property managers clearer insights into the true financial profile of that tenant and doing it in real time? So the credit score is one piece of it, but then you have these other factors that go into that multi-factor scoring. Is that correct? That's right. So okay. when we look at when we look at the overall profile of the financial profile of a tenant, you know, we are including the factors that are already in a regular tenant screening. We're just overlaying them and pulling them in in one place. You know, what we found is speed to market was something that every property manager wishes they had more of. You know, people only have so many bodies that are looking at these, putting eyes on these screenings. Um, our average turnaround time is about 14 and a half minutes. So if you put that on the backdrop of a three to five business day process, you know, we say that our solution is helping people get into homes faster, but it's also helping property managers make better and more informed decisions. So it sounds like timing is definitely one of the benefits of this multi-factor scoring model. What are some of the other benefits you're seeing out of this model? Yeah, I mean, timing and inclusion are such big ones, Suzanne, you know, especially as you start to go down market. Um, we did a big study a couple about last year, I guess, at this point. Wow, time, time flies. Um, we did a study in the affordable housing market. And, you know, what we found was of those 44 million Americans that are renters, about 9.4 million Americans are assisted by a voucher. And so when we looked at, you know, how are we helping put more people into more homes faster, we found that potentially those that are affected by this are the ones that have the least amount of time and or money to waste. And so, you know, looking at how multi-factor scoring works, 
you know, I'll throw out some examples. Imagine any person that has middle of the road credit, but is earning five times the rent. In our model, that person is given a fairer shot because in real time, we're now presenting that to property managers as a person that does in fact have the ability to pay. You know, the other side to that story is when we look at source of income discrimination, you know, this is a big topic across the United States right now. It's particularly made its way into HUD, where if you look at voucher assisted tenancy, a person that presents a voucher is being covered by, in many times, about 70% of that market rent risk. And so if we look at everything from the lens of what is that true risk, you know, we're able to more easily pass that information along to the property managers versus just a person that comes in with their only income being those pay stubs and that income deposit. So, you know, we do feel that part of our mission here at Matrix is helping create transparency in the process by making the decision more available more quickly. And, and so talk to me a little bit more about inclusivity, because that's something many organizations are focusing on, and rightly so. Do you have any use cases or examples you could share where you're seeing this increase in inclusivity out of out of your multi-factor scoring model? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, because of the fact that we use bands around our data, you know, and without diving too much into the weeds, you know, inclusivity is such a big part of this story right now. Um, we're living in, you know, near unprecedented times as far as rent pricing skyrocketing, but it doesn't change the fact that many everyone still needs a place to live. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as inclusion, you know, I look at source of income discrimination as the shining example. Are we able to help that person present their case more more fully? Um, the case that they're trying to present is that, you know, I'll give you a short example. If you have $2,000 of market rent and you have two people that come to the table, one person makes 3x the, 3x the rent, the other person makes 5x the rent. However, the person making 3x the rent is actually holding a voucher. Well, if you break that down and the voucher is covering 70% of that overall market rent, that person presents a lower risk even at three times income than the person that's making five times the market rent. And so it's smaller things like that where the data is all there. I think where Matrix comes along is we help by just presenting it more easily. That's amazing. It's it's really great to see technology uh, supporting DE&I initiatives. Um, that's wonderful. Anything else you'd like to share, Sipo, about Matrix? Yeah, you know, just that we're excited about the journey that we're taking. We've got some great customers, some great investors. People are excited about what we're doing and um, just excited to get the word out there about what we're doing. You know, we're starting to touch on some of the work that we're doing, again, further into that affordable housing space. Um, There's so much work to be done. And we like to think of ourselves as a small piece of this big puzzle. Thank you so much for sharing, Zipo. I appreciate your time today. Great. Thanks, Suzanne. Visit irem.org for more knowledge to take on real estate management's most dynamic challenges. That's www.irem.org.